Welcome to Chronic Curiosity, where we have real conversations with real people, from everything to anything, in attempts to facilitate dialogue with our fellow humans, and hopefully your curiosity as well as ours. If you can withstand the show, we ask, most importantly, that you tell your friends and family, but also, you can pick up some merch, or just donate to the show at chronic-curiosity.com in USD or Bitcoin. If you feel so obliged, you can give us a good rating and follow on whatever podcast platform you so choose. But please feel free to reach out to us on the website or the socials, which can also be found on the website, chronic-curiosity.com. And here we go. Sorry, do a little quick, a little quick, a little power hour, power, power hour. Oh, that's not good. Not a good one. Um, yeah, man, a lot of crazy shit going on. There's definitely some things going on. I don't know what to do with them. That's my problem. Like we were talking about, I'm not sure what to do with it all. Um, we don't have to spend a bunch of time on it, but at least wanted to address it the whole Ukraine, Russia deal. Um, what if, uh, do you have any, no, nope. <laughs> no initial. I'll touch it. You, you never do. Nope. <laughs> God damn it, Tony. Um, I've got, uh, I guess I can't really say empathy. I sympathy for the people of Ukraine. So, or anybody that's part of a war for that matter. So yeah, you know, I've seen some of the pictures and stuff. And so, yeah, I think that's a big piece of it is, and maybe I'll, I'll preface everything that, cause I might, cause I have no idea what the hell is going on. Um, and I don't, I'm not obviously a, you know, geopolitical expert by any means whatsoever or historian by any means also because there's a lot of history oh yeah i was trying to i think it was my kid that was asking about it or somebody and i was trying to be like just trying to understand or trying to portray that like there's so much history in that part of the world like we lose not only you know just through our lens we look at we've talked about a lot of like american history yeah you know we think as a general statement, like America thinks like, Oh, we can never fail because you know, we're this great superpower. We've talked about that and the histo map and how long we've been, you know, our history is compared to the human history and you know, all of those things, you know, we haven't been around that long. Um, we forget that like other countries have been around for a long, long time. And like the, and maybe the country in its name hasn't always been there, but the people living there, the conflicts that are going on there and not only that, but like, the the location to each of them yeah you know you could fit like i'm just spitballing here but if like if you took like the size of the united states and overlaid it into like that general like eastern europe or even just like that southeastern like europe area like you have how many different cultures languages histories peoples i could I, I have no idea. I couldn't count them. Like even some of the countries, even some countries have multiple like areas that speak different languages, oh, yeah. and different cultures. Yeah. So it's like, and those are like the size of like states here. So like we have no like real grasp of just how things work over there and how the culture is and how the history and everything that's going on. Like it just, 
At least I don't. I know. Like, I know enough to know that I have no fucking clue. True. Is basically what it. Um, but to that point, you know, anytime anyone's involved in war, it's always the civilians that get caught up in the mess. It's always that, you know, those are the people that really take the brunt of it. And that's the, the heartbreaking thing of it. I think, um, it's just, I can't, if, I mean, I'm not, (laughs) I almost said if it's happening, it is obviously it's happening, but like, I guess my question is, is like to the extent and what are the reasons and why's and how's and, and I don't know if we'll ever get an answer for that because it just seems so convoluted and so gray and you get one, somebody saying this and somebody else is saying this and it's like, well, those two things don't match up at all. Yeah. So it's like, what's going on? And, yeah. I mean, I, I talked briefly to, to Glenn, so. Right. And that's why I, I, so I messaged you before about, you know, Glenn Quickberg, who is on, who's been on the show a couple of times. He told his story from moving from Ukraine, what, at 10 or 12? 12, I think, 12, yeah. yeah. So it's like, man, obviously things were a little different back then, like he said, but it's still, you realize you don't, like, a country can't change that much in, what, 30 years or, yeah. you know, whatever it is. So it's like, you, we, we, I think maybe that's what it is. We have to first, particularly as Americans, you have to step back and everybody is so quick to throw a judgment onto something and throw, well, they shouldn't be doing this. So this is, should be what, this is what should be happening. Like, whoa, bitch, slow your roll. <laughs> like you have, we have to realize that we know, unless you're some kind of historian and like, you know, you're, you've been into like, that's what you've done is like, look at this area and follow it. Just stop. Because the vast majority of Americans don't know what the fuck's going on in their own country, let alone a country halfway across the world. So like, let's, if nothing else, like, let's just take a deep breath and, you know, slow it down a little bit. I told somebody that does like, cause they, it was some post or something on social media or something, a news article. And it was like, I was like, that's exactly why on our social media, like stuff, I'm very, I try to be very careful about what I share and like what it is and how I share it and how I portray it and what I say about it. Cause it's like, you have no idea. There's been, um, I shared that. I don't know if I shared it with you. I shared the video of the, there's like a, looks like a video starts, but it looks like you, it looks, it could be fucking Ohio okay. looking at these backyards. It looks like winter time, you know, just shitty fenced in backyards, whatever. And all of a sudden you see this fucking fighter jet coming and they're like filming out the window. And all of a sudden you see this fucking fighter jet just screaming through the air. And then it like deploys like a cup, like a missile or two. And it's, I mean, maybe a hundred feet off the ground. And it's like, it's being reported that it was from Ukraine. It was a Russian, you know, fighter jet, whatever. I have no idea, but regardless of the circumstances of when, who, and why that was happening, fuck is that terrifying? Yeah. Like it is, you, you, you haven't seen that video. Uh, no, I haven't. I got a, it's absolutely terrifying. And if Mike, maybe we can, Oh yeah, I forgot. I switched it. Cause I'm, we're operating without the castle today. Um, uh, if I can find it, I don't know if that's the fill. Uh, I don't know if I'd pull it up. 
Oh, yeah. Russian fighter jet bombs house in Ukraine. And I don't even know if that's what it is. That's the biggest thing. Like, what? You see this? I'll switch this over. So you can see this. It's just, I mean, it looks like a backyard in some, you know, normal neighborhood. And then... You see this jet come out of nowhere. Fire some missile. I don't know. Is it photoshopped? I don't know. Did it happen? Are they just bombing Ukrainians' houses? No clue. Or is this from some entirely different place? No idea. But I think that's there's a lot of that going on where I've I've just today I've seen I would say probably because I've been kind of keeping up with it like I usually do. Yeah. I would say 75% of the visuals that are coming out of this and they're used for headlines and stories and, you know, different things um, are either being used multiple times for different scenarios yeah. or are confirmed now that they're like pictures from a year, two years, four years ago. And it's like, man, what am I supposed to do with that information? That makes me real skeptical. Yeah. You know? So it's, there's so much gray area to everything. I think that's the, the biggest thing I could say is just like, look, we need to take a step back here and try to think about, put these pieces together. Like, um, <laughs> I posted another thing that made it was uh, uh, Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire, where he's like screaming in the phone, show me money. Yeah. It was like, uh, I've been trying to follow the science but he keeps trying to show me the money. So it's like you just, the point of that is just like, there's so many different things from so many different areas and, you know, perspectives that, all right, hold on. Let's, let's take this information. Let's see what it is. Let's break it down. Let's look at it before we form an opinion. Now I know it's, it's hard because as soon as you say that somebody's like, Oh, so what you think Putin's justified by bombing and invading Ukraine? It's not what I said. No idea. What the? Some dinging on me. That's weird. Huh. I don't know. Anyways. Sounds like a bomb's about to go off. Yeah, right? That was weird. Um, well, it'll be interesting to see what, because um, Glenn still has family over there, so he's got a cousin in Odessa, and I know that they said that there were, like, Russian troops on the ground in Odessa, right. which, I mean, I can imagine that being a port yeah city which would be kind of a strategic location that you absolutely wanna... yeah and that that that's what i would love i would i mean obviously like I've, i feel for you know the people there and you know even then the soldiers even we'll break it down to some of the soldiers like even some of the russian soldiers like i'm sure i would think that uh, this isn't gonna work there we go um i would think that um to an extent there's there's people that are in military whatever it might be that there's things that you're ordered to do and sometimes it's like i don't know if this is the right decision but you know so trying to break it down to each individual's perspective and experience through something like that it's you know impossible to think about but you have to try and you know his family and you know let's just i'd love to talk to him but like it's like being like what's what are people like glenn 
going to have family over there. It's like the uncertainty and the unknowing of everything. So like, but those are the people that you would think like, all right, let me talk to the people that are actually there. Well, let's talk to him then, man. I'll talk to him and see if uh, with Elon, with the, was it the Starlink or whatever? Yeah. I saw, uh, dude, I wonder if we could get him on the podcast. That would be wild. I, I'm going to try. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. I mean, if nothing else, like I just love to just to get a firsthand perspective. Well, of, well, force his mouth, man. Like you said, like it, it's, it's d- difficult to trust a lot of these things when they're from years ago or it's disinformation or you don't know what they're doing. And so if we could actually talk to someone that's kind of living it, It'd be pretty cool to be able to give that to the listeners. Yeah. And to, to get their perspective, you know, but so I just, you know, I feel for the people and I, I, and I can never imagine what that's like, you know, that was, I think that was that, that video that what it did it for me was like, could you imagine like, and I just stood like, after I saw, like I'm looking out my back window and I don't know if I told the story. I, I made a joke about it on the socials, but the other day I saw, uh, well, it's not confirmed. I believe I saw a fighter jet fly over the house and we live close to an airport and we have some different, um, some bases that are relatively close by as far as, you know, helicopters and airplanes and stuff go. So occasionally we'll see like C one thirties floating around and I live, you know, real close to a smaller Chinooks, airport yeah. that like the Chinooks, they'll come in and they'll do like touch and goes and stuff like that. Not uncommon. And, you know, I've seen, you know, jets up and cause we live close to a couple of major cities. I've seen them way up in the sky doing their things. But the other day I was inside the house and I heard just like, it was like a rumbling. And I'm like, man, like I'm used to like life flight helicopters and helicopters flying low and, yeah. and single engine planes, stuff like that. I'm like, well, I'm like, that's a plane, but that's not a normal plane. I said, that's a jet. I said, man, I was like, that sounds really low for it to be a jet. I'm used to helicopters being low. Hmm. I was like, man, that jet sounds really low. By the time I walked out the back door, which was maybe six steps and looked up, it took me a couple seconds to find, um, the contrail, not the chemtrail, the contrail. <laughs> and then I thought it was the contrail. And then I realized it was exhaust and I look and all, and like, I see like black exhaust, like, and saw this thing moving and it had to be well over the speed of sound. And I'm like, and it was low. It was probably, if I had to guess, it was probably maybe if I had to throw a number out there, maybe, maybe a thousand feet. And that might sound like a lot, but a thousand feet for a jet moving that fast where within a couple seconds, it was in my periphery and gone. And all I could see was exhaust. It was like, Holy shit. Like I've never seen anything quite like that. Like I felt like I was at an air show. Yeah. That's what, that's what it was like. So like, but imagining like, filming watching out your back window your side window and seeing a fucking fighter jet fly over at maybe 200 feet and throwing rockets out holy fucking terrifying like that just alone like fuck me wild i don't know what to do i don't even my brain doesn't even know what to do with that like that imagination you know what i mean and and so people like going through that tanks rolling through your neighborhoods and shit is I, I can't have enough, you know, sympathy for, for people that are going through that stuff. But that being said, there's a lot of weird things around this and I just don't know what to make of it. So I'm just going to kind of spew some stuff out there and things to think about. Cause there's a lot, um, like we said, the, the images 
and like some of the new stuff they're posting all over. Like there's a bunch of images of like the Ukraine president, like all, you know, full on decked out. And he's put out some videos, like live videos of him do, like talking. I get it. But like some, like a lot of the, the pictures that they're using of him and like the, uh, the mayor of Kiev. I don't know if you've seen him all decked out and he has, it's some like machine gun or some kind of. That's the dude that was the MMA fighter, right? Yeah, I think he's like the mayor of Kiev now or something. There's like, like that. two brothers and yeah. yeah. So like, but that picture was from like two years ago. Oh, okay. That's an old picture, which I get. You're just finding a picture to create a story, yeah. or whatever. But I think the point is that when we look at those pictures and look at those things, and you go, oh, like you you put that image in your head, like this is what's happening. That's not exactly what's happening. It might be, but you can't say it is because these pictures are not representative of of them now because True. they're you know documented old pictures. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the ghost of Kiev. I don't think so. He's the fighter. He's, it's a, it's a story been going around. It's been pushed by, um, quite a few politicians. Um, and Crenshaw is one of them. Maybe we can get into my, my reserves about Crenshaw are getting deeper and deeper. Uh, reservations rather not reserves. My reservations about Crenshaw and Gabbard are getting destroyed. <laughs> Um, Tulsi too. Yeah. Tulsi's making me nervous. Oh no. Yeah. It's not good. Um, but going back to that, like there's been a story going around that they call the ghost of Kiev. Okay. That is this fighter pilot that's supposedly, and that one day shot down like six Russian fighters. And like, there's a video of it that's going around this guy blowing up a couple or this plane blowing up a couple fighters. It was a fight simulator footage had nothing to do with this at all. So like, Maybe did that happen? I have no idea, but I know that footage is fucking fake. So it's like how much of, if, if what you're giving me is like to get, because what all it is, is it's that we talked about that social media, like that dopamine response. You're seeing these things. You're like, Oh my God. So that's like, when I saw this video, the, the one I talked about the, you know, fighter jet in this neighborhood for all I know, like I've seen some really good, like footage and like deep fake stuff and photoshopping like that could be two completely different videos of a fight like a fighter jet and they superimpose it over this neighborhood and maybe it was you know obviously like there's screaming and stuff that happens and like there's video shaking but that could be i've just seen some wild stuff i just saw a video today of uh it looks like this like little two-year-old who's uh, it looks like he's standing on the outside of a gate and the gate is on a like a cliff and then behind him, it's like this huge waterfall. And it looks like this little, like two year olds, like barely holding on to this gate on the set side of this cliff. And he's like walking, like he almost trips and stumbles and like holds on to the rails. And it's like, oh my God, this little kid's going to fall off this cliff. Well, then in the end of the clip, they take it all away and they show you that he's actually walking on a sidewalk just on the opposite side of the fence. And they Photoshop the road and everything out and put in this whole like cliff and waterfall. And it looks fucking real. Jeez. It's wild. So it's like, you have to look at these images and you can't, you have to have a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of hes- hesitancy to just buy it, to just believe it. all. Yeah. Cause there's so like, there's so much out there. Like you're like, Oh, people just want to retweet it. Or they want to share it. And it's like, all right, Let's put this into perspective. Is this real? If you can't say, I took this video, I know it's real. Maybe you should be cautious with it. Sure. You know, um, but there's a lot of that that's going on. And then you consider like the president of Ukraine, um, Zelensky, like not that this is a bad thing, 
but it's funny. It's not fun. Like, here we go. So I, we already talked about how, how bad, how, how terrible war is and how much we feel for these people. So preface everything with, you know, that, that piece of humanity that like we feel for these people, but we're going to move on and talk about some different things. Um, so all that within context, but so Zelensky, he used to be an actor and he was a comedian that I don't know if you know this. So he was on a show. He was, so the, he's like the Ukrainian Donald Trump is what you're saying. Even better. He was the lead actor in a comedy show that he was the president of Ukraine. And then he becomes years later, the real president, the president of Ukraine. Super weird. I have no idea what kind of bearing that is, but it's like, all right, that's fucking wild, funny, hilarious. And it's like, oh. oh my God, this is like Donald Trump, but this guy just seems to be a little better at his job, maybe, or, or at least a better actor, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but there's some weird things there. And then like, he's, he spent a lot of time at the WEF, the world economic forum. Not a lot of time. He's been at the world economic forum, which is concerning, which is where Crenshaw and Gabbard come into. Um, so, and like with the whole, you know, Burisma and Biden thing and Hunter Biden and all the things we're not allowed to talk about. And the fact that wasn't it, it was, it was Zelensky that the phone call that Trump had with Zelensky trying to investigate Hunter and the Bidens, right? That got him impeached. That was the first, that was the first time, right? Wasn't it? Oh, it was that phone call him trying to pressure. They, they were saying that he was trying to pressure Ukraine into like, basically lying for him and getting Biden and, and them in trouble in 2016. It wasn't I think, like in the whole, like all this and all the Russian collusion thing. Like that's every single time somebody like says something that politically that somebody doesn't like, it's always, Oh, they're a Russian, you know, they're a Russian asset or it's Russian collusion. Yeah. That's what Hillary said. And I'll stop here for a second. And if you haven't heard the show and, heard me say that I'm not a fan of Donald Trump never voted for him. So it's not like I'm trying to like spew some Trump, whatever. Like if you want to, I, I get why people like him. I understand it just personally, just trying to put that disclaimer out there that like, I'm not just trying to, you know, spew some rhetoric for, for Trump, but like, so Hillary just came out that they officially, they've discovered that she was spying on him in the white house during like before and after his presidency. So like, that's, that's no good. And then the same people that have accused Trump of colluding with Russia are the same ones impeaching him for talking to Ukraine and trying to like, whatever, whatever that situation is, I don't need to dive into it. Cause it's, I don't know about it, but it's enough to like, Hey, look at these things. Like these are weird coincidences. All these people are, you know, supporting Ukraine and, Sounds like they're not really coincidences. Yeah, that's that's the problem I have. It's like, well, once you have so many coincidences, like they fail to be coincidences. Yeah. So, but what the what the tie is, I don't know. Yeah. But that's the point. Is I just we just have to stop making quick assumptions and decisions on things because it's just we've talked about Operation Northwoods. Like it just. Are we just like, is that the goal for the United States is just to get into a war with Russia? Like that's, that's, I feel like that's the only thing we've been trying to do for the last like 60 years. It's like, we just, we just really need to get in war with Russia. Why? Why? I don't get it. I don't know. Is it oil? Is it because 
I saw something that Putin had like over 850 billion stock dollar, dollar, dollar equivalent stockpiled in like gold and other currencies and stuff. And that like, that's kind of the joke about the sanctions, like all these sanctions we're putting on them. Yeah. It's going to hurt them. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the civilians more than anything though. When you say sanctions, explain that. Yeah, so obviously I'm not a um like what what exactly So basically like they're what they're doing, like they locked down um a few of the banks. They're like the big Russian banks that like are connected with these Russian oligarchs and they yeah. have so all this money that's flowing around the world that's coming out of Russia and that Russia's using for different things, they put like blockades on them. Like we're not gonna accept any money coming from this Russian bank. Like, sorry. That means you, they can't sell or buy anything outside of you know russia yeah so that creates a you know a geopolitical problem and um you know that commerce type piece of it um so it's it's basically creating financial hardship for for your enemy in a sense to like hey if if you don't stop well then we're not going to buy your products and we're not going to sell you ours meanwhile at the same time that happened China announced that it would officially accept Russian wheat products and like stuff and shipments, you know, they're not exactly. And they just, they, uh, they just did a vote at something about, I don't know. It was basically some kind of bill going through the UN and blah, 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 whatever. But like Russia was like vetoed it because they're part of it. And they said, we don't want anything like this to go through. And then the only other people that didn't vote for it was China. China. And they just said, yeah, we're not voting. So like there's some weird stuff going on there. Like, but that doesn't, that, that piece doesn't surprise me a bit. Like that doesn't, not even a second. Does it surprise me that China is going to, they don't necessarily support Russia, but be like, "Mm, not our fight motherfuckers. Like, are you going to leave us alone for a little while? Sounds good. And then, of course, at the same time, all that you see like trickled through the news that um, China had a bunch of fighter jets and uh, boats in Taiwan. Taiwan space. So it's like, I don't know. They're going to there's just I, I guess I see so much of it happening all at once. And then like you see the Democrats or, you know, or the left, whatever. I don't even know what the fuck call them anymore. The left is like full on like. Russians ter- Russia's terrible. Putin's a bad person. We need to support Ukraine. We need to do everything we can to help them out. And then the right's like real torn because, you know, the right loves their wars. You know, the Republicans love blowing shit up. But then like some of them are like, wait a minute, like maybe this is why that like they tried to impeach Trump because he was trying to clean up the deep state in the swamp. Like, I don't fucking know anymore, people. But something's fucking weird. And it's just too much random shit for a country that like, like that in that area. So you go, why this country on, there's a lot of reasons. Um, you know, I just, I just can't sift through all of it, but maybe I'll be able to point some things out. So people like, Oh, I didn't hear that. Or, you know, give them the curiosity, dig into it themselves. But you have the whole Biden conflict, I mean, you have, there's pictures of, you know, Lindsey Graham and uh, Amy Klobuchar over there with the past president that people will say that we, you know, just happened to overthrow the Ukrainian government in 2014. You can look at that yourself um, for probably oil reasons. Sounds familiar. Like 
what was that Gaddafi? That was probably because of oil. Saddam, probably because of oil, because they stopped purchasing oil in dollars. Well, Russia starts saying, hey, we're not going to like, we're going to start using some other currencies. Well, that's not good for the U.S. dollar because the only thing backing up the U.S. dollar is its power and its oil. It's all falling apart real fast. I don't know any of those, you know, things connect, but it's an awful lot of coincidences. Yeah. I think Ukraine is like one of the, um, I saw another thing. I don't know how true it is, but they're talking about basically all of its, um, like rare earth potential, like, yeah. all, like the oil, the, all the commodities and things that are in that ground. They're just like, Oh, I get it. At least I get why if that's a reason we've, we've, that's all it's always been is a fight for, for materials and supplies. I don't know. It's just, uh, there's a lot of things that just don't fit right. And it, in the outrage of, cause you get a, you get a, I was talking to somebody about this too, about, um, they had said something, they had mentioned something to me cause I had presented a couple of different things to them. And they said, well, I totally get what the show that you're doing, that you want to be informed. And I said, yeah. I said, honestly, I want, I look at, I follow more social media and news and stuff like that, that I don't necessarily agree with than I do anything else. Yeah. Cause I know what to expect. Like, you know, we've talked about, we grew up in a, a rural area. I know what to expect from the diehard Republicans. True. The, you know, the country boy Republic. I get it because I grew up around that my whole life. I know what to expect from them. Like Tucker Carlson. I don't watch his shit. Cause I, I can expect, I know what he's going to say. You know, I get it. So like, all right, let me watch, let me like follow like the real hard, hardcore other op, like other views. So then I can get some kind of comprehensive view on things. And it's all fucking chaos right now. <laughs> Nobody like, it's just, it's funny to see like a whole block of people that are typically so like anti-war to be like, yeah, let's go to war with Russia. Excuse me, bitch. Like Russia, like all the places let's not do that because you know, they have more nuclear weapons than we do. And it was funny. <laughs> I saw someone mentioned too, like, you know, I was concerned, but now realizing that like Russia has like more nuclear weapons than than we do now i'm now i'm really concerned well i think it's fair to say that we alone have enough nuclear weapons to basically blow up the earth so you only need enough like you don't need more you just need enough and we have plenty of nuclear weapons to wipe us all out so any type of war is scary in itself but i don't know it's it's all real weird, especially when you start tying in like the, the facts have come out about Hillary spying on Trump and then like saying that he was a Russian asset. And then he talked to the Ukraine president and that's like, that's the conversation that got him impeached. And then now everybody's like full on. I don't know. My brain just goes all the places tone. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no help out. No, no, help me. no, bro. You're not going to catch anything for me. Yeah. And then the, the, the icing on the cake, which really was like, all right, solidified. I should be questioning everything here is I saw a, like a five tweet, like thing from George Soros, like full on backing Ukraine and how we need to go in there right now. We need the UN's full force. I'm like, 
I'd say that's a giant red flag. Giant. Like, if there's one red flag you could have, it's George Soros. I'm not saying there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there that, you know, he's a lizard alien or whatever. Like, I'm not going that far. Never would. But he's funded some not so great things in the past. And I'm sure currently. So, like, when you have people like that that are saying, oh, we should go to war. Yeah, because you can fly anywhere you want with your billions of dollars. You don't have to worry about being fucking nuked in your little town of Indiana or, you know. Uh, I mean, you might have to fly up to Mars to not get nuked, depending on how bad it gets. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe maybe it's that Antarctica base. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Man, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. At this point, Tony, I'm starting to lend it some credence. Maybe there is a, a secret base in Antarctica that all the rich people go to. I don't know. It's just there's a lot of point being there's a lot of stuff that are is going on with this that i just really encourage people to not assume real quick and take take a step back if you want to have it like i can't remember who it was as was asking me about i said i don't have an opinion on the russia ukraine thing it's because i don't i just don't have enough knowledge to even try to have an opinion my opinion is war sucks and the civilians and the the military men and women that are, you know, doing those actions are the ones that are paying the price that I know for sure. And that sucks. There's no reason that we should be killing each other. Other than that, fuck man, I'm lost. Guess we'll see. I guess we'll see. It's, I'm not excited. When I saw that, um, today they started reporting that, uh, that Putin like escalated his nuclear defense protocol. It's like, Oh, that's not good. Mm-mm. Not good at all. That's that's, that makes me nervous. It's not. So what if they start a nuclear war and then the great awakening comes true and they have a fake alien invasion to stop us from a nuclear war. And they use the fake alien innovation to bring in the new world order. It's that, that theory, honestly, isn't looking that crazy anymore. I don't know that anything's looking that crazy anymore. <laughs> what do you think about like what the, the world economic forum keeps talking about the great reset and everyone's going to have one currency and one, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Like all this shit. And it's like, and I've heard about the fake alien. I've 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 seen stuff about the fake alien invasion now for a couple of years. I don't know if you heard anything about that. have you seen so oh. there's a theory out there amongst, I don't know if it's the Q people or whatever. It's you know, but they, they say there's going to be a fake like our our um power, like our elite governing whatever body that's not the governments, but like all the Rothschilds and all those things, yeah. you know, all the Illuminati, they're going to stage a fake alien invasion to essentially put the world under Mike martial law because it's what's the only worse thing than a, you know, Russia and um, United States hot nuclear war. Well, obviously aliens that could vaporize us all. Right. So we have to, we have to stage this fake alien invasion in order to come together and take over the world and be able to basically marshal all and just take everyone's assets and everything else. I'm like, God damn, that's when I first heard that like a year or two ago, I'm like, these motherfuckers are smoking some good shit. 
Now I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. These motherfuckers better not be right. Cause it's, it's sliding that way. It's just the, the way it, uh, it intensified so quickly. Was, That's why we've seen more and more of the TikToks, bro. What do you mean? The, the UFO. Oh, the Tic Tacs. Oh, yeah. I thought you were saying TikToks. No, not TikToks. I was like, what about you? You've been watching TikToks videos? No, I don't don't have that. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just weird. It's just really weird. Yeah, it's something. Even for my love of craziness. Oddities, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know what they're, I I can't call it anymore. Oh, so expound on Crenshaw and Gabbard a little bit. Okay, yeah. So, so I think I, I said on the show that, um, when um last election came through i decided finally that i was going to vote again because oh. i decided if i if i don't vote if i don't participate in this fiasco um then i i don't, I don't necessarily have a right to bitch about it right true and i've kind of held to that for forever um cuz i just never voted and it was like i'm not going to bitch about it but here i am bitching about it so i had to vote <laughs> and you know i got there and i couldn't i just I couldn't decide between Trump and Biden um, because I, I knew I wanted to walk away, you know, f- f- I guess feeling, you know, feeling good about what I did was the right, is the right way to frame it, but feeling confident that I did the best that in, in you know, with myself that I could do. So I wrote in um, Dan Crenshaw and Tulsi Gabbard, which was the unity 2020 ticket from Brett Weinstein, no. Weinstein, Brett Weinstein. Um, at that time I was like, man, I was like, you got, you know, Navy seal conservative on the right, you know, you got Tulsi Gabbard who was military as well on the left, more democratic, but level headed, you know, they both seem kind of level headed. They both seemed like they were, you know, kind of played the part somewhat well. Um, so that was the best I got. Um, and then a little while later. I realized more and more like some of the stuff that Crenshaw is putting out, like, it's like, man, like this guy seems like he's really riding the Republican coattails for that purpose. And some of the stuff I'm like, all right, like he's really riding that Republican train real hard. And I get it. You know, you got to pander to your crowd, sure. blah, 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 whatever. Um, but there's just some stuff that was like, ah, I don't, I don't know if I'd vote for him again. Cause it's just the way he just started rubbing me after I did, you know, Got to know him, I guess, quote unquote, got to know him more. Or was his, uh, his net worth on that chart you sent me? Yeah. So then, so, <laughs> so we'll get to that. So then I had somebody uh, mentioned to me that he was mentioned by the world economic forum as one of the upcoming global leaders. And I'm like, what? Like, cause I had known about the world economic. If anybody doesn't know about the world economic forum, just go on their website and do some perusing, make your own decision. But if you ever heard the the great reset, and think that that's some kind of QAnon conspiracy. No, they talk about it on their website. Well, there's a book written about it too. And then they read, and the guy wrote a book about it. Like, look folks, like you guys are saying like the quiet things out loud. Like maybe you should dial this back a little bit, or they're just taking the Peterson approach of pushing a little bit and then stopping and then pushing a little bit and stopping. Next thing you know, you end up, you know, not in the same position you were, but, um, so I talked to somebody that was like, no, um, this is a military person as well. Uh, military family that it was is you know basically pretty diehard like support the military and support the you know the troops and the families and whatnot yeah. um and they were like no 
not that guy. Like, look into this, that, whatever. I'm like, really? I was like, I haven't heard this. So I dug into a little bit. And, you know, they say like the, that the world economic forums, like global leader list was something like that. He says that it's a list that's just created by the world economic forum. And it's not necessarily something that he's uh, working with or like connected with. Yeah. But I, Gabbard's on there as well too. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And I liked Tulsi for a long time, but then, so sorry, I'll get back to him. So then I ran into a couple of things that just didn't make me feel uneasy about him. And then that list came out when Pelosi was talking about all the trading and this, that, whatever. And somebody compiled a list. Um, I'd pull it up now. I can't remember. Uh, I don't even know if I could find it, but somebody compiled a list of basically all of the like money that, uh, people in government like congress members um have made from like trading and whatnot on the markets oh, let's see if i can pull some trading products and because it was during the whole um pelosi debacle and then you realize that she's made a ton of money oh, i hate that i ain't paying for the to read the New York Times, and somebody put a chart together. Uh, I don't remember where it was at, but it was there's a couple people above Pelosi, but literally Crenshaw was like right there, neck and neck, with how much, like how many millions of dollars, uh, Pelosi is. Him and Pelosi have made. We need to start stock trading. following his trades, then, man. I'll just make yeah. the same trades, right? Well, that was the funny thing. Did you hear? So there was a, a Twitter account called Pelosi Trades or something, yeah, yeah. Or something like they that. Took it down. Yeah, they took it down. Like, what? Why would? Why would we take that down? That doesn't make any sense. Um, man, I wish I would have saved that. I sh- I need to save all of those that I take. I wonder if I took it in a screenshot because it was pretty wild. Like how much money. Uh, he's made and like Pelosi and some of these members of Congress have made. And it's like, you know, I feel like that's probably, that probably shouldn't be a thing. You know, the whole insider trading, like you have knowledge that just doesn't make sense. Like that's, that probably should not be a thing that you can do. Um, and I'm very against that. Oh, here it is. I found, it. I found it on my phone. I can't pull it up. So we have members of Congress. That, oh, this is what it is that beat the S and P the S P Y, which is like the S and P 500 index in 2021 um and on this republic like the republicans take up the first five positions austin scott brian mast french hill john curtis and dan crenshaw and then nancy pelosi and it's like all it's like a huge list of all of these congress members and how much they beat the gains of the s&p 500 by um and i think maybe we talked about that with we talked about it at one point, but like how the S and I think I talked about with Chad when it was just me and him the one day that how like the S and P 500 just keeps going up because yeah. there's, it just has to, yeah. cause there's no other place people can put their money. Um, so like they beat the S and P 500 by like, it was like four times. So it's like, mm, that's awfully suspect. So for him to be at the top of that list, I'm like, all right, this is not another good notch in his belt of like me feeling good about him. Yeah. Um, so with that, and then, uh, and then I don't know, Tulsi's been, she's been on like Fox and stuff a whole lot. She's been really out there talking about this. 
and not that like I think that like a Democrat shouldn't be able to go on a conservative, you know, news channel ever. Like I think that's a good thing to be able to talk to, but I don't know. It just she's because she's not part. She's not in government right now, oh. and she seems like she's really interjecting herself in a lot of this stuff. And it maybe she means well, but it's a tad bit concerning. So I don't know. And I don't know. It's just so hard. I just, I don't know what to think anymore. That's the part. That's the problem. I have no idea. Like who, who are you supposed to trust in government? I mean, that's a fucking silly question, but that's the problem. Like, I don't know. I think maybe like we've talked about, if, if we could get to a point where government officials can't make money from companies, like pay them more. You know, maybe if we paid government officials more and restricted what they could do, maybe they'd actually do their fucking job instead of just trying to make money. Yeah. I don't know. Doubtful. No, but that's the thing. Like, and anybody who's anybody who doesn't want to play the corporate game or the, the money game, the geopolitical fuckery game, well, then they just don't let them into office, you know, basically. Yeah. So it's just like, how do we fucking fix this system? I don't know if it ever can be. But it makes you realize that, like, why giant civilizations have fallen over time so oh, quickly. Yeah. Because you go through time and it's like so they get too much power, too much money, and it corrupts them. And they just get in this wheel of, I don't know, just corruption and this, their own, you know, undoing. I don't, it's just. Anybody who sits down and watches TV shows for the for the entertainment, I'll tell you what, if you spend a little time and dug into what's actually going on around the world, it is far crazier and entertaining than most TV shows, honestly. Like I was like I never watched House of Cards or anything like that. But like stuff like that. I remember uh there was one show I used to watch where it was like the, I can't remember what it was though. It was this lady that was a uh I think she was like an attorney in DC or something like that. And it was just like scandals and all this, that, whatever. I'm like, I think the wife was watching it. And I'm like, I was watching, I'm like, well, this is like a real, like, this is basically what happens every day in DC. Like it's just all fucking corruption and scandals and people fucking paying people to do shit. Like, I guess all of that being said, I do have a little bit of hope that if we can, come out of this with some kind of freedom intact, which crossed my fingers that I think a lot of these people in these governments and corporations that have been, I think they've been doing this forever. I mean, I I think it's a pretty fair assessment. Everybody like there's been corrupt governments since the beginning of time that technology is far outgrowing these geriatric flux capabilities of keeping up with it. <laughs> Sorry, it's a little abrasive, but like, I think they're just like, they think they've, they've been in power for so long and they've had so much control that we are entering a stage. And I think, I think COVID honestly helped us realize it, that we're entering a stage where they can no longer completely control the narrative and everything else. And people are starting to wake up and see those things when you see these officials, you know, locking everybody down, 
you have to, you know, put in masks on your kids at school, which I get the arguments for it. But then they're there visiting the school, taking a photo op with no mask yeah. and all the kids or, you know, governors and stuff are going out having parties or, you know, Boris Johnson, the prime minister of whatever is partying. It comes out. He was partying with his staff all through COVID while they were talking about lockdowns and all this stuff. And it's like, you realize that like this, the facade, it's, sure. it's just all it is just a giant facade. And it's like, I yeah. think it's maybe there is a great awakening coming now. I hate using that word because you know, lizard aliens, but maybe there is a portion like we are able to see stuff and fact check stuff in real time so quick now where typically like all the propaganda and stuff coming out with Ukraine, maybe it's not even necessarily propaganda like for them, but like the pictures and stuff going, wait a minute, you use this picture and this was a like to represent what's going on in Ukraine right now, but this picture was taken two years ago. True. Stop. You know, maybe if nothing else, we can start cleaning up those edges of and getting real reporting and journalism back and real story like telling then. And there's so many individual people out there doing it that maybe these people start realizing that they can't cover up their bullshit forever. Or we just get into a hot nuclear war with Russia and it doesn't matter because we destroy everything. I hope that we don't do that. <laughs> I it's I don't know like I, where else do you see this going, Tone? Where do you, I don't I don't know. I think it's the hardest part. I can't make anything. I can't make yeah. heads or tails. I don't think it's going to last that much longer. Hmm? The Russian Ukraine thing. No, you don't think so? No. What do you think the whole purpose was? I, I do don't. Do you think there was a purpose behind it? Uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know that we'll ever know. Well, so I will say this. I didn't cover this part too, because I think this is interesting. While if Putin really is invading and just like, because now there's reports coming out that they're like bombing like apartment buildings and shit. If that's happening, obviously that's, there's no, there's no reason. There's no justification for that. Um, but no, I just, I mean, that's what Glenn kind of said. He was like, dude, if they wanted to like annihilate Kiev, like they could do it in a heartbeat. Like, why are they not? They're seemingly very strategic about a lot of the spots that they were engaging. Right. Um, I don't know what those spots are, but. Yeah, I mean, they've hit, like, the ports, and there's been reports that they've hit, like, the air bases and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I've seen some reports of um, actual journalists, like, on the ground saying, hey, we're outside. Well, you can't tell. It's like, hey, we're on the out, we're on the, we're on the perimeter of this airport right now. Yeah. You know, these are Russian soldiers. I just talked to them, and, you know, they just took over the air base. But apparently there's, you know, a uh, Ukrainian force coming in right now. Like, I'd love to, you know, believe these people. I think that's the point is like, I look back over the last two years. I don't trust a goddamn thing. Yeah. Like news outlets. Tell, tell me right wing, left wing, whatever, unless I can see, like, give me, give me what you got and I'll go from there. But if what you got has a title with a picture on it from two fucking years ago, trying to persuade my mind into thinking, well, you right now just fuck off with all everything you just say in this article because now you're I, I know you're you are actively trying to mislead me whether you're doing it on purpose or not that's that's what that's what's happening so either use a a picture that's you know recent or don't use one at all because that is very active like persuasion mental persuasion you know for sure um 
But yeah, I, I, I just, I, I don't know what's going on, but I do know that it just seems weird that he would just go in there and just start lighting motherfuckers up like that. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Um, and I, I, I had to dig some, I, I had to do some digging to understand like, why is this happening? Like what's, what's, what's Putin's like, why is he doing this? And I kind of get where he's coming from. Not like I said, not like the actual actions, but him being upset by what's going on. Cause it seemed like that could be way off here. But what I gathered was that, you know, everyone's pushing Ukraine to be part of UN. Yeah. Well, it sounds like, well, yeah, why wouldn't we want people to be part of this great, you know, collection of nations and, you know, come together and work together. Well, when Russia looks at that and goes, well, we have this country that's he, you know, if he thinks it's, it should be part of, you know, mainland Russia, whatever. Um, and all these, it's a resource rich area. And now you want them to be part of UN, but being part of UN also means we can put forces there. So he's looking at it and thinking, Oh great. Like you want to taking this country and to be like under your umbrella. So you can put forces on my fucking border. Yeah. Like no fucking thanks. Like, let's talk about this. And I think that was from what I think what I saw, I think, I think, um, was that he was trying to have communications and like deliberations about these they, things. They just said no. And they were like, yeah, like, no. So he's like, well, what am I, what else am I supposed to do? I think you're threatening me. Yeah. So now I have to protect my borders. I don't know. No, I don't. But that's kind of like, well, he pulled the Beavis and butthead. He said, are you threatening me? <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I mean, that's a, that's a legitimate concern. If yeah. from somebody like that, if you look at, especially when you look at, the corruption that we have been a part of in the United States. You look at the Iraq, Iraq, Afghanistan war. We spent 20 fucking years there for what? It wasn't for what they said it was. I guarantee you that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like the whole, um, weapons of mass destruction thing. I think that's pretty much been hashed out that that was all fucking fake. And they, and we fucking knew it. The people orchestrating the whole thing knew it was fake. So it seems like it's kind of hard to believe when they're like, oh, we got to get these guys now. And at the same time, we have old um, Hamba bin Salman, sorry, MBS, for um, Saudi Arabia, like with, we've talked about the dissident and Jamal Khashoggi, mm. like, oh, we don't mind if they're literally, you know, dismembering people that we, we say we we're protecting in other embassies around the world. Oh, that's okay. We'll work with them. You know, Trump was real cozy with Saudi Arabia. Like, and that's okay. But like, Oh no, Russia, like it's, it's, there's just so much shit. I just, it's sad. Cause you want to be like patriotic and you want to support your nation. But then the people that are fucking running it are all corrupt. Just, warmongers and i just saw this morning germany announced that it was upping their defense um financial or defense support by like two percent gdp which makes them the like third highest spender military spender in the world now so total they're spending uh two percent of what no, they, they increased to, no, no, yeah. I'm joking. I'm <laughs> yeah. joking. But that's the thing. Like that's, that's the thing you think about like every single year, the one U S budget that continues to increase is military. Yeah. 
what better way to increase that by thinking, Fighting hey, there's going to be more threats. More wars. A war machine. It is. It's a war machine. And then you really like all the stats. Like oh, I saw Obama. That's <laughs> when Obama like put the statement out and um, was like, hey, we need to do this, that, whatever. And people are just like lambasted him. Like you dropped. A, I think it was like during his presidency. Oh, I think it worked tons. out. It was every 20 minutes he dropped a bomb on somebody during his pre- eight years, every 20 minutes it worked out. Like, obviously that's not, yeah. but the amount of bombs and the amount of time it was every 20 minutes, he dropped a bomb on somebody drone strikes, killed innocent civilians around the world. But he's looked at as one of our greatest presidents. Like otherwise I, you know, great speaker seemed like a nice guy. He was very statesman ish or whatever, but like, I think that's that's one of that was one of the, my personal conflicts with Trump was this guy is a fucking asshat and if he would just shut his mouth and be a little more like statesman-ish he'd be a lot better off. Yeah. But if someone's <laughs> able to be more like if someone's able to to be that like salesman well fuck you're just an actor and you're just all like all the other politicians you sound real good when you're talking but you turn out to be a fucking asshat. Yeah. Yeah, I think you see those uh, memes now where people are like, those mean tweets sound real good right now. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> I don't want the mean tweets. It's uh, He's such a fucking child. But we also didn't get any new wars. We didn't get it out of any, necessarily. Yeah. But we sure as fuck didn't get into a war with fucking Russia. I feel like I was saying that last year. Like, let's not get into a war with fucking Russia or China. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know, man. It's a wild world out there. Just, uh, I don't know what to do with it. Oh, and he also keeps talking about denazifying Ukraine. And there were reports like in 14 and 15 that, um, was it John McCain like met and like gave a speech at like some like literal, like neo-Nazi like faction in Ukraine. And they made him like a presidential advisor without him even knowing it. And some weird shit. Like, I think, I think it'd be fair to say this, um, talking to Glenn before and how you said on the show, I think it's fair to say that to think Ukraine as a whole, like governmental wise, I don't know that's a word, um, is like altruistic and, you know, all for good and they're not corrupt would, would be kind of silly. You know, I think most governments have levels of corruption in them for sure. And when he he mentioned before that he thinks like Ukraine's changed a little bit than from when he grew up there. Yeah. Um, but it, obviously like it's still it's not the US. True. You know, it's not whatever. You know, I think we have to remember that we like to we like to we like to put like the superhero movie mindset on real life. Really, you know what I mean? It's one person has to one faction has to be evil and the other faction has to be good because that's how it works, right? That's that's how life works, good and evil. Like that's it's always good versus evil. Oh, I figured it was evil and evil. Yes, yeah, so, I had that conversation with somebody. I said, you know what? I said I don't. I said I feel like this isn't some kind of random nut flexing like land grab by Putin. I said there's I feel like there's something going on here. Yeah. Like because they said, well, I don't know if Putin's the bad guy here, and I said, I think they might there might be both a little bit of bad guys, and they might be both a little bit of good guys. It's just all in your perspective. Yeah. You know. And I think we lose that. It's like, 
most people are not all good or all evil. It's a mix. True. We're a mix of both. And the decisions we make from those are, are a mix of both. You know, we could try to try to make our decisions as good as possible, but sometimes if you have ulterior motives or whatever behind them, like sometimes things get a little muddled. It's going to be, you don't think it's going to last long. You think it's going to, I don't think it's going to last. What do you think it's going to, do you think they're going to end up pulling out? I don't know if I see that. happening. Mm, I don't know about pulling out, but I think that they might like carve out a piece of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be much though. If they take the, the ports. Yeah. Or they might just take all of Ukraine. Yeah. I can see them taking half of it. Yeah. Oh, it's or, so or for a certain period of time or some sort of a, uh, a treaty that basically says like, you know, we're going to occupy this up until here, but it's under the understanding that you're not going to join NATO. Right. It's, uh, it's interesting. Cause some of it. Hmm. I don't know. It's just so weird. And that's the thing is like, I have no idea. Like as much as I, I know the vast majority of my amount, my, the vast majority of my knowledge of Ukraine comes from Glenn. <laughs> you know, and I think, yeah. I think that's a point for a lot of Americans is 90% of everything, you know, has nothing to fucking do with what th- this is going on right here. Yeah. And even then we can't take what we're seeing at face value. Sure. That's important as we just can't like, there's no way unless you know somebody there. Unless you know this footage is, you know, legit. Like, because even like the tank, they talk about the tank running over the car. Like, some people are like, well, that was Russian. Or some people are like, that's actually a Ukrainian tank. Or like the fighter jets or the helicopters. It's like, oh, well, this, that one. Like, there's so much. It's just, uh, I think, I don't know, maybe, um, maybe the best thing we can do is look at like individual level of, hey, like, we have to come together and, not let the same thing happen to us on an individual level of being, you know, hoodwinked into thinking these ridiculous things about political people or things that are happening and just open up our eyes a little bit to really contemplate and understand the situation before we go out there hooting and hollering about it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but Bitcoin, bro, that's the way, that's the way out of it. <laughs> they've been talking about that too like uh, it's so they're trying to bring that in because they've been putting sanctions on the their bank their central banks and everything and and now uh like oh that's what it was that's what i was gonna say um i thought it really weird because i saw a bunch of reports from people supposedly in ukraine going i can't believe we still have internet and access right now and it's like well and they keep talking about the enhanced risk for cyber attacks in there and abroad that's been put like how many times i've sent you a couple articles over the past few months right no. about cyber attacks and how it's going to ramp up and now that's one big talking point for this going on right now is you feel like they're going to stage something that makes <sighs> it look like bitcoin could actually get hacked or i don't know necessarily about bitcoin but i think there's i think one of the gravest concerns that we have as a worldwide civilization right now is our grid and i mean that as in our technology like our technology grid everything being brought down because you know i don't think how rude what is that
Mm, how rude of me. I don't know what's going on there. Um, but I think that's, that's probably the most underestimated risk to, to humans as a whole is a war like that where it shuts down our technological grid. Yeah. Cause it's so intertwined. It's so fragile. Oh yeah. And people just don't realize it like that. Uh, I don't know if I sent you that or you saw that one, there was a solar flare. Maybe we talked about, it, I can't remember. Yeah. There was a solar flare that happened on the like, other side of the, yeah. As, as we're doing the rotations around the sun, there's this yeah. giant fucking solar flare that we haven't seen in like, a long time. Like if we would have been in the wake of that, mm, or if like we're in the wake of one of those comets that come down and hits like, Oh, people just don't realize how fragile our infrastructure is around everything. The internet, the ele- like electricity we've talk- talked about before, man, especially in fucking America. Yeah. A week. Could you imagine a week without ener- without electricity? Like everyone coast to coast. Oh yeah. It would be, it'd be all sorts of bad. How, how many people do you think would die? A lot. A whole lot. A ton. Some of them just from, because medical reasons. Yeah. Right. Like we, we forget how dependent we are on refrigerators or, you know, electricity running like oxygen machine machines or any of those things, you know, like you realize like that type of toll. Well, dude, that, and I mean, if you're a week and you don't have generators and I mean, your phone's going to die. So then if you have medical emergencies too. And then heat. Yeah. In, In the middle of winter, like. In the middle of summer, you're going to have some people go because of medical things. Yeah. But in the middle of winter, you take electricity out. Like most homes now, like even if you have a furnace, it's a gas furnace or whatever. Like, guess what? You need electricity to run the blower. Yeah, yeah. Like all those things. Like people just don't realize that like how fragile our entire society is with that. Um, I even saw there are like lines now in Russia because of all of the sanctions on the banks, people lining up trying to empty the ATMs of cash because that's, they can't like, if you can't run because they, if they kicked them out of the swift network, like like all these different things, like you can't run these digital networks if you're being, you know, blocked off. So you need cash. If you don't have the access to cash, what, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. And even then, if everyone goes right now and tries to get their cash, guess what? It, it's not there. And what's it stand for? Like nothing. Like you go to pull, try to go to your bank today and pull. I mean, you know, obviously don't do this, but if you try to go to the bank and just walk in there and be like, yeah, I need 50 grand in cash. Oh dude, it would it'd be like, well, we can get that to you in like two weeks probably. Yeah. Like not happening. And then you know what they're also going to do with it? They're going to report it that you're pulling out. Was it over to anything over $10,000 yeah. in cash? You have to, yeah. they have to report it. Like there's so many red, like much red tape and, like people just don't realize. So like, is it pulling it out or is it just depositing it? I think it's pulling it out. Is it? Yeah. I think any type of transaction, I think it's any type of transaction over 10 grand has to be like, I got, I know it's depositing it for sure. Yeah. I think it's any, I think it's either. I thought maybe not, but even then getting the cash. Yeah. Like 10 grand in cash. I mean, most banks don't have that. Yeah. It's, I bet that's really pushing the, yeah, I bet it, that's pushing it the is Cause I've tried to get, like pay for a vehicle in cash. And they were like, Oh, we don't have that much. We don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Yeah. You don't have my money. That's in my account at your bank. You don't have it there. Yeah. No. And then when I went to pay for the vehicle in cash too. Oh, they're like, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, then they just didn't want it. <laughs> yeah. 
they didn't want, they're like, yeah, we don't want that. Go get us a cashier's check or something. Yeah. It's so like you, when you realize that it's like, oh, like if we're put in a situation that electricity doesn't work well, like you, I, I've been, um, I've been to places where like you go to a store, huh? Power outage. Oh, well, our power's out or, or our, our internet's down. Here's cash. Figure it out in your head. Yeah. Here's cash. Well, it's, well, we can't, the, or like the drawers won't open because they're electric. Well, you know, stuff like that where you just don't yeah. realize like how quickly, like, and people think like I made the joke, uh, on, a. I was doing some of the work and someone was talking about, they had this, uh, electric generator. It's basically like a mobile, like solar power. unit. Yeah. It was really, really neat. Um, and really powerful. Um, but it was like, someone was like making fun of her being a prepper. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. So there was a big difference between a, being a prepper and being prepared. True. Sure. You know, it's like having a first aid kit and, you know, a flashlight, some food, water, some heat source in, in your car. Like that's being prepared. Yeah. Like having a food source and a heat source for a couple of days or a week or a month, like all that stuff at your house that's being prepared. Like, because you don't realize you take out the electrical grid or anything like that for more than three days. Most people are in real fucking trouble. And that's the scary thing. So I don't know. You look at the cyber attacks and I mean, what happened last, was it last year or the year before with the pipeline deal? Yeah. It was a cyber attack and which ah, I still question that one. I think that might've been a false flag. Yeah. There's not a lot of times where I'm like, Ooh, that was a false flag of that. I don't like doing that because that you can get in a real murky water with that. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that might've been a false flag because that was hackers hacked into the, the pipeline, shut it down and they ransomed it for Bitcoin. Well, anybody who knows what they're doing with Bitcoin knows that like once you get it it's yours like you can't yeah and they didn't even ask for that much i don't think no it was, I was, it was a couple million dollars or something like yeah, that yeah i mean relative yeah it wasn't very much yeah for shutting down the whole eastern seaboard or not the whole eastern but a lot and then all of a sudden it was like oh well the feds they 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 were able to hack it and get it out and they were able to, to, to recover the the bitcoin and i'm like i saw that and i was like what the fuck like no they weren't like no like anybody who's smart enough to be able to hack something and be able to like ransom a a giant portion of the United <laughs> States for a a like a an asset or a you know bitcoin that you can't like we won't get into that I've had those obviously we've had those discussions but like people will send me like oh bitcoin got hacked I'm like no it didn't Let's read the story. It didn't get hacked. They had it here. They had it here. Like they had it on these exchanges, these places that were able to be hacked. Like, but you can't, you just can't do that. So if you understand the technology, like that would have never happened. Never. Like you don't pull off the, that big of a heist. It's like the oceans. It'd be like oceans watching oceans 11. They steal all the money and then they like pile it onto open bed flatbed trucks right outside of the bank and they just like loading it right there as the cops pull up like you went through all of that shit to just show the like no you don't just show your hand like that like this no. is not how it works so something just seemed really off about that so i i will i will make this prediction that we are in for some if people are willing to continue to stand up 
against corrupt governments and stand up for their freedoms and be concerned. Um, and I don't mean this in any type of violent way whatsoever. Just driving trucks, bro. Yeah. I think we are in for some more tumultuous years with hacking and cyber attacks and false flags and gaslighting and all those fun keywords, fancy words, as much as I hate to use them, but what else is there? Yeah. I think maybe the false flag attempt, the false flag action that, because you remember the gov, our government was saying like, oh, they're going to, there's going to be this false flag event that's going to, that Russia's going to do. Did you hear me? <laughs> they were no. saying our, our, like, yeah, our government was saying, well, there's going to be this false flag event. Like, what like evidence do you have? Well, we have intelligence that says that, that they're going to do this thing. And like this reporter was like, yeah, but like, what yeah. evidence yeah. do you have? Like, well, we, we have intelligence evidence that, that says that this is going to happen. And and the reporter was like, like the CIA guy or whatever he was. I can't remember. Um, I wish I would have had it pulled up because it was funny. Um, guy's like, well, he's like, I just gave you the evidence. He's like, no. You just told me what you, you just keep repeating. Yeah. Yourself. You just keep repeating yourself. Like that's not evidence. You you saying you have evidence is not having evidence. Like where is the evidence? Like, what do you have? Well, we have intelligence. It's he's like, no, like, and, and the guy goes, he's like, look, he's like, I'm sorry. You're not happy with the format. And the reporter goes, it's not the format. He goes, it's the information I'm getting. It's just like, Dude, like that's where we're at. Like the government has done so long. I think it's just, they've said, Hey, this is what it is because we have an intelligence that says, this is what it is. So believe us. And we're like, oh, they have intelligence. Oh man. Like this is the most powerful military in the world. They have what intelligence? Well, it's intelligence. Just like <laughs> it's misinformation, Tony, <laughs> but what is it? It's misinformation. Yeah, it's intelligence that we have. So gonna, believe I'm, us. I'm going to try that at the bank next time. I want to get a loan. I'm just going to be like, I, I have millions. And they're yeah. like, well, let me see it. No, I just, I told you I, I have told, millions. Yeah, I told you. It's there. It's there. I it's, have it. It's there. Trust me. Yeah. I think that's that's the, the, the hopeful thing. As sad as it is, what gives me a little bit of hopefulness is I see more and more people being skeptical of the information they're being fed true because anytime you're being fed something well it's being given to you for a purpose do with it what you will speaking of fed i need some food bro i'm dying yeah quick look i told you we're gonna quick little banger but i wanted to i didn't want to do crazy and that way we don't have to really get into it but i think it's you know later um, cause we got some fun, we got some fun episodes coming up, but I just, there's just so much stuff that just doesn't make sense. I don't believe everything you see. I'll, I'll go back. How about this? We can end this. We can wrap this up with my, supposedly my grandfather always used to say, never believe anything you hear and only half of what you see. And that pertains to this podcast as well question everything cool fuck 
Thank you for joining us today. Remember, check out the website, chronic-curiosity.com to join us at the forum, have some fun, interaction, pick you up a comfy t-shirt, or if you just want to support the show and donate, all that is on the website as well. Thank you. Until next time. See you.